This is CliffCentral.com. A beautiful day to you all and uh, a warm welcome to this week's edition of the Open Book. Uh, I must absolutely say that it has been a great week for South African gospel music uh, with a fellow friend and colleague of mine. His name is Kayam Tetwa, um, who was an Idols winner a few years ago. Um, so what happened is that he actually filled up five, a 5,000 seater venue in his hometown Durban as uh, he shot a groundbreaking DVD for his upcoming release called Uprising. Now, I wasn't there. But uh, judging from his Instagram pics, one will be absolutely amazed at just how awesome that entire thing looked uh, and and sounded as well, you know, from those 15-second clips that one can post on Instagram. It was quality, and I must say it was also quantity. It's probably the biggest stage that I've ever seen a DVD recorded on, especially a gospel one. Um, so, yeah, well done to you, Kyla. As a matter of fact, you know what, in my opinion, it was probably even better than Fill Up the Dome. Because this, this was this was groundbreaking stuff. Now another fellow musician uh, who goes by the name of Neville D. Uh, he wrote the following on Instagram. He said, "My brother Kaya has set a new standard for South African music." And then Neville goes on to say that, "Please note, I did not say gospel music, but music." Now Neville D. said all of this without actually knowing that a few days later he would be getting a Grammy nomination for a song that he wrote which was recorded by Israel Houghton and Yolanda Adams, really just kind of setting a new standard for not only South African gospel music, but for South African music. It's kind of like the first time that a songwriter, a South African songwriter has actually been nominated for a Grammy. So from all of us here on the open book Cliff Central, well done to both of you gents. And yeah, to many, many more. And, and obviously, may you also actually go on to win. Duncan, can we give them just a, just a round of applause, uh, for their, for their wonderful achievements? There we go. How awesome is that? How awesome is that? Well done to you gents. Anyway, so here we go. Well, what have I been up to over the past few, um, over the past week or so? I've been pretty busy. Didn't get a Grammy, nom- a Grammy nomination, but it's been a good week nonetheless. Apart from the four carols by candlelight shows uh, that I did all in one week in different cities, I also sang carols and gave Christmas messages at my church on Sunday. And I must say it was uh, pretty hard to find Christmas carols that speak only about Jesus. As a matter of fact, you know, if you actually go and you look at, at an album, let's say Michael Bublé, the only... The last one. So the only Christmas carol that it has on there that uh, actually speaks about Jesus and his birth is probably Silent Night. That's about, that's about the only one. Everything else speaks about reindeers and, uh, and Santa Claus, Christmas trees. It speaks about snow, which in South Africa, especially Johannesburg, we know absolutely nothing about. So it was really, really hard, you know, kind of getting up on that stage and uh, trying to find content and Christmas carols that, you know, for, for an entire hour that, um, that speaks about the birth of Christ. And, uh, and you know what? And I would have absolutely loved to, to have sung, you know, things like, uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and so on and so forth. But I wasn't about to go to the, you know, to my elders to, uh, <laughs> to, uh, to ask that question if I could actually do that. But on the open book, we ask these questions as much as this is a, this is a Christian podcast in the open book. We ask these questions and obviously many more when it comes to Christmas because that is what we do. We ask and we answer all those questions that we are too afraid to ask at church. And so today our topic is the truth about Christmas. My guest today, um, on the open book are Francisco. Francisco Fumarola from the South African Pagan Council, um, who's going to be joining us on the line just to give us the facts um, about the origins of Christmas. And also uh, joining me in studio, I've got uh, Pastor Adram Sunny, who will then give us the truth about Christmas, um, about, uh, about all the stuff that we know exactly where Christmas came from. And then throughout all of this, now wait for it, throughout all of this, Ernest Smith is going to give a rendition of his favorite Christmas carols and also chat to us about how he celebrates Christmas. All of this is going to be done in one hour. So don't go anywhere. Join us right here on The Open Book. Our subject is The Truth About Christmas on Cliff Central. The Open Book on cliffcentral.com 
Francisco Fumarola, uh, Fumarola, I hope I said that right, uh, is from the South African Pagan Council. Uh, really awesome to, uh, to have him join us to get, uh, today here in the open book. Our, um, our, our topic is the truth about Christmas. So I thought, you know, what better way to speak to someone who is actually from the South African Pagan Council. So Francisco, uh, welcome to the open book. Thank you for having me, Louisa. Yeah. Um, got a few questions for you, uh, which I'm sure that, you know, some of my Christian brothers wouldn't be able to answer. You know, this is what you study. This is what you live. So I want to kind of get it straight from the horse's mouth. Um, there's a belief that Christmas was originally, originally a pagan festival. Um, is this true? And how is this? Uh, I would be careful, actually, just call uh, Christmas a pagan festival. It's actually not here, as some people believe, it's actually more of a modern myth that Christmas is entirely a pagan festival. Because there's actually a lot of debate about this idea. Uh, for instance, okay, the Bible doesn't mention when Jesus was born. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and so, well, and, and it seems the early Christians didn't really care that much about Jesus' birthday because Christmas only uh, the date of Pentecost was only chosen relatively late uh, in the fourth century, around the year 336, the yeah. first mention of Christmas. And well, then we have a lot of debate about this, but we do definitely know that uh, the pagan cultures of both southern Europe and northern Europe practiced midwinter festivals around this time. Uh, so, so in the south, we had, in the Roman customs, we had Saturnalia around this time, which took place for seven days from the 17th of December to the 24th. And in the northern, in the northern Europe, we had Yule, the festival of Yule, which was a German, which was practiced among the Germanic tribes. Uh, so yes, we definitely have parallels, because, of course, around the, the winter solstice, we have the longest, darkest night in the northern hemisphere, yeah. and then gradually after this solstice, the sun, uh, we can say the sun becomes stronger, the days gradually become longer again. So it, it's a festival of, of light. And so it actually matches quite well with the Christian symbology as well. So why do you think, I mean, like, why do you think uh, Christians then took that specific day and that specific time um, and over this, you know, over the specific uh, uh, festivities to, uh, to, to, you know, to, well, I guess to have Christmas? Uh, okay, well, we also have the, the date of the 25th of December, but, but it was also actually chosen relatively lately by the Emperor Aurelian. The date of 25th December was said to be the birthday of the unconquerable son, Sol Invictus. And yeah. some people have actually Sol Invictus of the god Mithra. And well, now there's a lot of speculation that the Christians chose this date uh, sort of to convert the pagans. But we should be aware there's a lot of debate about this, because some people say that there were actually Christian traditions, uh, which, which also goes way back, but that's a it might have actually be this clear to actually just say the Christians just took this holiday. Because there was this idea of, uh, it goes back to Jewish ideas that the prophet is born on the same day he dies. And they, they had the date of Jesus' death around the, the vernal equinox, the spring equinox, and was also in Jewish tradition on the day of creation. Yeah. And so so they, they gave the day of 25 March, uh, and then they started this tradition of the Annunciation, the day Jesus was conceived. And exactly nine months, months from the 25th of March to the 25th of December. So we do have a lot of debate about whether it was actually an established Christian tradition or whether they simply just used the pagan date. But it's actually a debatable idea. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, when I was doing just some research on this, uh, just over the past two to three days, um, I actually also find out that, you know, a lot of the Roman, uh, of the Roman leaders of the time, what they used to do is that, uh, in order to convert people, they used to try and find what they were celebrating and then to try and find a Christian angle to it so that they're not, you know, so, so that people could identify with, uh, with, with, with Christianity. So absolutely agree, you know, um, with you on that. My second question is, um, there are also some, there are also some pagan beliefs, you know, around, uh, Christmas icons, you know, such as the Christmas tree, the mistletoe, and, uh, the holly and the ivy. Uh, what are these? Yes, definitely. Well, as I said, we can't really say that Christian, uh, Christmas is simply a pagan feast day. Okay. But, but yes, we do have some certain, certain similarities between customs. But it should also be careful because some customs we celebrate today are actually, well, they're seen pagan on the surface. They're actually relatively quite modern. I'll get it in a bit. Uh, yes, okay, so we do have a, definitely established Saturnalia as older. We do have it in, in classical, in classical writers. We have sources for it. Like, uh, Macrobius, for instance, he, he wrote a book on Saturnalia. And the oldest reference we have for you is actually an indigenous Germanic 
month name. And you would also dedicate a few pagan figures like Odin, who the chief Germanic god. He's better known today by his Norse name Odin, but he has some older Germanic counterparts as well. And he had names like Jolner, the Yule figure, or Yule father, the Yule father. And I'll get a bit back to him as well when we discuss Santa Claus. Yeah. Uh, okay, yes, but, but for, in terms of the evergreens, uh, it was definitely used in, in Roman times as well for the Saturnalia because they actually had this custom of exchanging gifts as well. And some of these gifts were, were strenai. It was yeah. laurel boughs or evergreen boughs they exchanged among each other. And of course, the evergreens are the symbol of life through the winter, through the winter solstice. Uh, yes, and and well, Saturnalia, you were also both festivals of fire and light uh, because fire represented the sun and represented life through this darkest time of the year. Mm. That's amazing. So, I mean, like you obviously being from the pagan, you know, pagan council and, and having a different belief. What is, what is your feeling on, you know, like on Christians using, using Christmas? Um, uh, while I mean, kind of using, um, using these decorations and all these things that, uh, that, uh, that, that pagans, you know, that pagans use to celebrate Christmas. Uh, I, well, as I said, actually, it's not, you can't really say it's exclusive to just the pagans because it's, uh, okay, let me get... Uh, yeah, sure, okay. and, and I know you've been saying that quite a few times, but I thought, you know, just to ask you, you know, uh, because of your because of your belief. But, but it, it, it seems to sort of be more a problem for some conservative enclaves of Christianity, whereas a problem with seeing paganism in their religion and seeing it as idol worship and things like that. I think it's... Uh, I actually think no one can have a copyright on the kind of symbols used at this year. So it's yeah. actually... I have no problem with Christians using it. It, it actually makes sense in the context of Christianity as well, the whole new life and life through the winter kind of thing, yeah. and the, the rebirth of light and the triumph of light over darkness. It's actually quite, quite universal. You can apply it to any religion. No, absolutely. No, thank you so much, man, uh, Francisco, for just taking the time to, to speak to us. You know, speak to us today. Hope you hope you have a wonderful hope you have a wonderful festive season as you as you celebrate. You know, this time uh, this time of the year. Okay, thank you to you as well. Okay, yeah. Francisco uh, Fumarola from the South African Pagan Council just giving us some facts about, uh, about Christmas and about the origins of Christmas. Uh, but we do obviously, you know, celebrate Christmas for the, uh, for the birth of Jesus whenever it is that, uh, that Jesus was born. So in studio, I've got uh, Pastor Edram Sani who's going to give us the truth about uh, <laughs> about Christmas Pastor Ed uh, warm welcome to you great morning Luisa and morning to everyone that's listening it's great to be here with you guys yes yes in such a few days time and uh, you mentioned to come through thank you and I know how busy you guys are well the know. word says be prepared in season and out of season so. absolutely but it happens to be season that's so right. you chose the right, right season <laughs> right season <laughs> so at least it was not a test you no. know to your faith <laughs> when we ask you to come on uh, now Pastor Ted I mean like with all the negative connotations uh, that link the R of Christmas to um, to all these other religions, you know. Obviously, before I thought it was just paganism, but Francisco just told me that it's it's with everything. Yeah. Like, uh, for yeah. instance, uh, for instance, the, the 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 you know the Jewish religion um, they they celebrate Hanukkah, Hanukkah around this yeah. time, which yeah. is the festival of lights. So yeah. I can see how all those lights, yeah. you know, come into um, come into being. Um, but obviously, you know, with the other links as well, which are probably not as positive. Yes, you know, according yes. to Christians, should we be celebrating Christmas? Well, I think my my short answer to that is yes, uh, and I think Francisco said it as well in his little, uh, you know, wrap up that he did try towards the end of your question, Tim. Um, I I can't see a reason why not. You know, just because it's uh, the date was chosen, because the the season was chosen. Uh, we're linked to something that the pagans were celebrating. I can't see why we as the church, um, the universal church, can't take that time to celebrate the birth of our Lord and our Savior. Um, you know, the whole idea of, of new life, of Christ coming to yeah. this earth. Um, you know, I'm reminded of that scripture that says the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. Yeah. Um, and so it links yeah. back to the light, you know, invading darkness, light pushing back the darkness. Um, and whether we chose the 25th of December or the 6th of June or somewhere else in the year, the calendar, I think there was a group of people that decided, hey, you know, we, we're based here in the north, you know, northern Europe. This is kind of when our seasons change and how things happen. So why not use the time of year mm -hmm. to celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior? Um, and I think, you know, it just happened to align with some of the pagan festivals that were happening at that time. Um, I think if we had to become very picky as to what others are celebrating around this time, 
we probably won't get a chance to celebrate anything. Yeah, uh, you, know, so that, you know that might be the reality. Uh, and I think I can't see why. Also, as Christ followers, we can't redeem certain things. Um, you know, to bring that light into the darkness, to bring the true message and the true meaning um, of Christmas. What is the meaning of Christmas? That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is the um, what is the true meaning of Christmas? For me, it's it's. I think it's wrapped up in a couple of words. And yeah. the first word I want to share uh, is it's bringing hope. Uh, when you look at the the Christmas story, the original story, if I could call it that. Yes. You know, so over two thousand years ago, the people of Israel were in an absolute turmoil. There was this this want for a Messiah. There was this need for deliverance, for redemption, uh, from just many many years of oppression from different areas uh, mainly mm. the roman um, there were all the others that came and would always attack the children of israel take them into captivity or hold them uh, you know as exiles and there was this need for hope hope for deliverance hope yeah. for redemption hope for salvation and uh, who would have thought that that hope would have come through the person of christ born in a manger in a smelly, dingy place reserved for animals. Uh, and so that, for yeah. me, hope is a big one. Uh, peace is the other word I guess I would use. The, yeah. the true meaning, you know, the, the Bible says that he would come and that he would usher in peace, uh, firstly between man and God, because of the separation between yes. man and God. And, uh, you know, some may call it sin. And then, uh, the you know, the reconciliation between man and man. Uh, you know, Christ came to usher that in. Uh, Jesus was born into one of the most diverse times recorded in history. Uh, mm. You just look, just surrounding his birth, there there are people from all around that area, the known world at the time. Yeah, and yet they all come together at that time. You know, there's wise men from the east. There's the shepherds tending their flock. The, you know, before he's two years old, they have to escape to to Egypt. Um, you know, so that's. So for me, uh, Christmas has that meaning of hope, of peace, of joy. Uh, you mm. know, that's where the festive, uh, I want to be festive this season. I want to celebrate uh, the Absolutely. birth of our Lord. I want to celebrate that hope. I want to celebrate that peace, the joy that he brings. Um, and so I think for me, those three words characterize the meaning of Christmas for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the book of Isaiah, when it speaks about our Lord, it says um, in the one part where it says, for unto us the child is born, and it calls him the prince of peace. That's right. You know, That's right. Yeah. but, but, yeah. but it's funny because I've always thought that like, yeah, it's about peace in the world, like some of the songs say, yeah. some of the Christmas songs yeah. say, yeah. but it was also about peace between, between us and God. That's it. Well, and, it starts um, there. and there's no better way. Yeah. But why would, it's, it's so amazing, you know, um, how, how, how has it been proven that this is God? Because I believe sure. that, you know, as many people, as many people believe that Jesus was born, it's like, yeah. yes, Jesus yeah. did exist, um, and there's historical facts to that. But how, but, but, but where we differ is the fact that this was God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, and that's been, that again, that's been a centuries and centuries, millennia debate about mm. the humanity and the deity of Christ. Yeah. Uh, and, and for me, I'm a firm believer in both. And I think, uh, you know, Christ proved himself that he says, you know, he spoke it. Uh, there were witnesses to what he had done and what he had seen, and those witnesses have recorded it through, uh, you know, through all the scripts that we have, these ancient texts that we have today that have been verified. That um, that people can go and, and no one argues that fact. No one argues the fact of those eyewitness accounts. So if I've seen something, uh, let's say I'm driving here this morning and I yeah. see something and I experience something, and I come and I share it with you. And it's it's my experience. It's what I've witnessed. Mm. Uh, I guess in this day and age, today people would grab their cell phones and they take a picture. <laughs> uh, so, for example, a lot of my friends don't believe I'm here talking with you today. Oh, and, okay. and with, yeah. So I've got to take a selfie with you. Yes. <laughs> and then I would post it on Facebook, and everybody would see that and go, "Hey, look, <laughs> it yeah. was actually with Louisa. So it's legit." In those days, they didn't have that. No, but they had not. recordings, and when so people would speak about their experience, and they would write it down, and they would then orally, you know. Pass it on mm-hmm. from one generation to the next. That's how they got to know. Um, yeah. And then when I when I see the miracles that Jesus performed, uh, you know, from the very first one of turning water into wine, um, you know, to making the blind to see, to healing people, a whole range of different things. Mm. Um, I I get to see the fingerprints of God in what Jesus did. Um, and I think for me the the most beautiful thing about Christ though is that here's the one deity. The yes. one religion in all the world, and I have absolute respect for all the other world religions, but it's the one religion where the deity cared for humanity so much mm. that he was willing to come and walk alongside us. Or as John says, uh, came and made his dwelling among us. He came and hung out. You know, he came and became human 
mm, for mm, our mm. sake, died on a cross, and then rose again. For me, the resurrection is the greatest proof that he was God incarnate, that he came and he walked this earth and then he rose from the dead. And because of that, he said, I've come so that you may have life, life to the full. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, and uh, he did actually say it as well, uh, because I don't think I, I, I don't think all the all the Pharisees and and the Sadducees, as they call them, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't think they, they had a problem so much with, with what Jesus did. But I think they had a problem with what he said. And yep. as a matter of fact, he actually went to the cross because of the things that he said. You know, it's like, yeah, this man um, is blas- is blaspheming. So what we don't use a lot these days is blaspheming, calling himself God, because he actually, you know, like he actually said, I remember um, there's a verse um, in in the book of John, John fourteen, John fourteen verse nine, where he says he says to Philip because Philip is like Philip, one of the disciples is like, so show us who yeah, God is, yeah, show uh, us this God, you know, and he says Philip, if you've seen me. You've seen God, yeah. you know. Um, Jesus didn't, you know. Uh, uh, that was the whole thing with the relationship, you yeah. know, for the fact that it was about um, it was about him not telling us about God, but about us actually, you know, having experience yeah. Yeah. with, you know, like with yeah. God on Earth. Yeah. It's amazing, you know, like that. This yeah. God you were saying earlier on would come as a child. Yeah. Come on, man! Yeah. I'd never come if I was <laughs> no. God. I'd come with hundred and fifty-five thousand angels and and hundred angels, armor bearers. You know what I mean? A whole lot. Yo, Mister Ernie, <laughs> man. Amazing, yeah, bro. Thank you so much for coming through. No, man. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, yeah. Nice being here. I can see you got your guitar here. Not that yeah. I didn't ask you to bring it. But I'll act like you just brought it. Yeah, I just have to tell a story. Let me just bring it in case. You celebrate Christmas, absolutely. And 100%. you have, I, 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 and you've done so since you were a child, absolutely. Why do you celebrate Christmas? For me, Christmas kind of like is summed up by a simple thing: um, Scripture. For God so loved the world, mm. you know that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I think it's it's God seeing all man fail in His attempts. To reach God and to make Himself righteous, and God sending His Son to give us hope, to give us peace, mm. um, that through His life we'll be saved. You know, and, and the day for me is not important as the fact that we do celebrate Him and we acknowledge um, that He came, we acknowledge that He died, and we acknowledge that He rose from the dead. And these are the things that are important uh, to me. It's not just a feeling that people get, although there is there seems to be a feeling associated with Christmas. Like shopping and, <laughs> and whatever else. <laughs> Especially my wife, you know, something yeah. she's sleeping on her lay hands on her, but you know <laughs> you know, I think if if we're gonna be happy over something we, we might as well be happy over the fact that that God came and, and, and reached out to us and, and, and saved us in our humanity and in our plight. Yeah. You know, those are things for me are important about Christmas. If we become more sensitized uh, to God, or we know we should always be sensitized to God, but if if that particular time helps us to to give more focus to it, um why not? Yeah. You know, yeah. And you know, um, people always like, yeah, why are people saying you need to give your life, give your life to Jesus? Well, the thing is because he actually first gave, gave his life his, for you us. Know, like his life, his yeah. life for you. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, and yeah, just what a wonderful thing. See, it's amazing. So well, not since you got your guitar with you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're doing it now. We're gonna hear, yeah. We're going to hear, um, we're going to hear from, uh, from, uh, from Ernie just doing us a rendition of his, you know, of a Christmas carol. I'll join you if you. No, I need you, know, you to like join at some me. point because yeah. sometimes I just can't help myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, come on, join me, brother. No, you stay. Hey, Jesus came to save. Oh, hey, long time ago in Bethlehem, so the only by says yes. Mary's boy child, Jesus Christ, was born on Christmas Day. Come on, sing with me, Buster. Oh, now hear the angels sing, a king was born today, and man will live forevermore. Because of Christmas Day Here's another verse Go While shepherds watched Come on The flock by night They see a bright new shining star They see, they see They hear a choir Sing a song Not a something Old from afar Up now hear 
say, Hark now hear the angels sing, a king was born today, and man will live forevermore, because of Christmas Day. Hark now hear the angels, hark now hear the angels sing, a king was born today. Because of Christmas Day Because of Christmas Day Come on, Luis. Of Christmas Day You put some pressure on me there, man. <laughs> Uh, listen, guys, I'm looking for someone to help me with Christmas carols and Christmas Day at our church. Uh, mm. Are you guys available? Got, you can yeah. ask us later. That was your audition, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've got some openings. I'm I'm, gonna, I've got some openings uh, between the between the 15th and the 20 and the 27th of December, 2016. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say the 28th, the 29th, the free. <laughs> Wow, that's no, cool. awesome, man. Can we Ernie? book you for 2016 then? Can yes, yes, absolutely. No, we'll do that. Sure. Thank you so much, Ernie, man. Oh, bless you, man. But Ernie's yeah. still, you know, Ernie's still with us. But isn't it amazing that, like, as we sing these songs, like a certain, you know, a certain spirit just comes into yeah. the room, yeah, yeah. which is yeah. called joy, which is called yeah. peace, because I believe that, like, all these things, they are not what Jesus came to give, but right. it is who we He is. is. He yeah. is the Prince of Peace. Right. Uh, he's not the giver of peace, yeah. but that, you know, He is peace Himself. Don't give me preaching now. Come, come on, on now. Come on, come on, go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor, Pastor Ed, some facts. There are some, you know, uh, some facts and some truth that been, you know that have been told about. Yeah. That has been a little bit hard to to understand because you know why? Because mm-hmm. my wife um, uh, came home and uh, you know one time she says, "Hey, listen, I'm pregnant." And I'll be like, "Okay, but we haven't been intimate for the past two months." She says, "No, <coughs> I'm pregnant of. Uh, I've been made pregnant by the Holy Spirit." You know. Mm. I I don't know, man. You know, it's 2016. Yeah, you know, yeah. don't know what I'll yeah. do. You know, I love God, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's the Holy Spirit's name? What's his surname? Yeah, Where does he live? Where is you know what I mean. <laughs> um, so, uh, but what is the sig- uh, What is the significance yeah. of yeah. Uh, of Jesus yeah. having been born of uh, uh, of a virgin? Man, I, I, and I, I, what I really appreciate and like is that you're using the word significance. Because I think a lot of people don't see that concept. They don't see the significance of the virgin birth. There must birth. have been. There must have been a significance. There was a significance. And I think so many people get caught up on that. So many people get caught up. No, come on. We know the biology. We know how this thing works. You know, if you want to go old school, they talk about the birds and the bees. or you know, Yes. And, and people are kind of trying to get their minds around that. But again, for me, the significance of it is the divine nature of it. Uh, mm. Just think about it for, with me for a moment. Um, so here's Joseph and Mary. Let's just think in, in terms of an earthly existence. There's a guy and a girl. We know what happens. Uh, and they then conceive and, and Jesus is born. And God comes and God says, this is my child. A lot of people kind of look at him a bit more suspiciously. A lot mm. of guys will go, now hold on. You were born of human you know, kind of plan and human endeavors. Whereas for me, the virgin birth speaks of a divine intervention, a divine interruption, if you like, and the yeah. divine God coming to earth in the most amazing way. Um, and, and again, the major difference between the, the Christ story compared to what is happening around us at the time, um, there was a lot of other religions. A lot of people don't know this, but a lot of the other world religions at that time would always lay claim to some kind of immaculate conception, some kind of divine intervention. Uh. But it was always God coming and, um, you know, I'll take one of the southeast and I won't mention the religion, but, but one of them, uh, a child is born to, again, earthly parents, uh, yeah. you know, male and female. But they would look at that and they would say, God has now come and kind of, you know, born into this person or he's come into this person. Whereas with Christ. It was from the right in the beginning. It was from the conception, from the moment of conception. In that moment, you know, Mary (coughs) walks into Elizabeth's house and, you know, John on the inside of her just leaps leaps and she leaps and she's filled with the Holy Spirit. And in that moment, revelation, there was a prophetic word. Elizabeth had not known the story and she says, you are carrying the child of God. You know, the Son wow. of God dwells in you. And and I love that song uh, that, that we sing at this time as well. Some places sing it. Um, Mary, did you know that yes. the, the child, the child that you're carrying 
is God Himself. You know, and and for me that's the part, and I think that's the significance that had He just been born to an earthly set of parents, the divine, the power just wouldn't be the same. Whereas being born immaculate conception of mm. virgin birth, number one, it sets Him apart straight away. Wow. Number two, it really is His name, Emmanuel, God with us. Yeah. Um, and straight away, when people hear that, um, and notice again, nowhere in the scriptures do people say, "Oh, you know, they, uh, there was no room for him," or that you know Herod wanted to take him out. But he never questioned that. They never questioned the virgin birth. No, absolutely. I mean, for the fact that for the for the fact that uh, Herod was like, um, who was who was was not a you know who was not a believer. Yeah. Um, Herod was like, okay, cool. Well, I want to see this king. Yeah. yeah. And I love all these fascinating things. You know, for the fact that three there were these three wise men. Yeah, from uh, from a place you know, from from just somewhere else, who saw the star and they were like, "We have to see this king." Yeah. They weren't. Um, yeah. They weren't. Those three guys probably weren't Jewish at all, no. but um, but but they followed because they knew inside of them, and, and and they were probably from three different places because there's no way that three kings can be from one place, sure. yes. and they yes. went, you know, to go see <coughs> this king, and and, yeah. and right there and then you just know that this. Was the king of the entire, right. you know, right. of the entire universe, and, and that would, that's why Herod was, uh, you know, he was threatened. Yeah. There was this thing where Herod thought it was going to be someone coming to take away his rulership of that area. You know, Rome was mm. Rome was quite a big, you know, kind of empire at that stage, mm, mm. and so Herod thought that hey, something's going to happen here on that level. It's going to be a political overthrow. It's going to be a militant overthrow. He just never realized that. Christ coming was a lot bigger than just a political, just a militant. It was to actually bring redemption for the world. Yeah, um, and and so he felt threatened. So he just made this you know this thing of saying, "Hey, all boys under the age yeah. of two. Um, and I, and I, for us as Africans, I find it so significant that then Christ, you know, they escaped to Egypt. This game, the scriptures come and says the angel comes and says, "Pick up the child, take his mother," says to Joseph, and go to Egypt. Yeah. Um, what, what Africa, baby. That's it. That's, That's where it's it. at. Yeah. Um, I was reading. Uh, who was it again? What, what, one of the American actors. They said, "Well, you know, if Donald Trump becomes uh, a yeah. becomes president." Well, easy <laughs> who was it? Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, yeah, Samuel Jackson, yeah. Jackson said uh, just last night. Actually, he said, "Well, if uh, if Donald Trump becomes president, I'm moving to Africa." Africa. <laughs> this is the place on, to be, man. man. <laughs> Jesus He's came here as well. Yeah. It's like you know, if, uh, when these things start to happen, Joseph said, "We're going to go to Africa. Yeah. We're going to go to Egypt." You yeah. know. Sure. The cradle of humankind. Yeah, okay, no, that's a thing for another. That's another open book. That's another open book. But you know what? But I guess because when the three wise men come in, they bow. Yeah. You know, yeah. three wise men yeah. from three different places. Yeah. Herod, um, Herod also says, "Okay, well, where is this king?" He says to them, "You know, let me know where he is, so that I, so that I too can go and worship him." And obviously, you know, in inverted commas, he was the king of yeah. that time. Yeah. But yeah. right then, when they bowed, you know, to Jesus, mm. they crowned him king of king kings. Of kings yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and, and they brought gifts. And they brought gifts. Yeah. So, I mean, again, you know, this whole thing about bringing presents and, you know, Ernie was talking about it earlier as well. The, I think we have commercialized it. I think yeah. you're right. It has become, you know, a lot more about buying the right gift for the yeah. right person with the right motive and must have the right value. Sure. Yeah, you know, that's the one I think you're nervous about. Pandora. <laughs> Pandora. <laughs> and when you buy this Pandora thing, it doesn't even have the charms. Just, hey, that's man. just a, just a streak. But it's that gift. And, and so for me, the question that I love to ask at this time of the year, when I look at the wise men, what am I bringing to him? You know, what, what, what gift am I going to bring? And so they brought gold, yeah. they brought incense, they brought, you know, myrrh, yeah. valuable things, you know, cool. things of great value. But for the child, because for them, that's what they would do. And even today, you know, when you go and visit someone from a different country, you know, we're always taking a gift. Mm. We're always taking something. And we don't want to just take a, a gift just summer. Mm. We want to take a gift that has meaning. Mm. And and one of the questions I love to ask guys, in the midst of all the, the commercialism, in the midst of all the the controversy, you know, mm. talking about, oh, yeah. it has, you know, it's fine. I know there's, there's a lot of church people, a lot of people within the church. That are saying, oh, you know, if it's based within from cons- uh, paganism, then we mustn't celebrate it. And and there are churches I know that actually close on Christmas Day; they don't have a service. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going, yeah. what a what what a sad reality! Because what a great opportunity! Because that's the one day they are those kind of nominal guys. They're just sitting on the fence, going, should I? Shouldn't I? And for them, church is that one day. 
They'll, they'll pull in on Christmas Day. They'll pull in and they'll go, hey, here's my box. I'm going to take it. Our church is <laughs> yeah. so full yeah. on Christmas Day. Yeah. And yeah. we have like, you know, we have a 7,000 seat. Yeah. Yeah. And yet, you know, we have to have an overflow yeah. for those who come yeah. late. And people go and stay there. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, what's so nice so, is even the smaller yeah. churches that, that on that day, you're guaranteed a crowd. I love it. I, yeah. I love preaching on Christmas Day because yeah. you're guaranteed a crowd. And in that crowd, there are going to be some people that are not, yeah, sure. you know, just they're not as committed and they want to hear that message. And, and my challenge, I, what are you bringing to him? What yeah. gift? Well, you know, I had, um, I had pastor, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Macaulay. Just the other. Yeah, Josh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh, Josh. 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 I kind of forgot to Sorry, Josh. Uh, <laughs> I'm just so taken by all of this happening. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> um, Josh, you know, Josh was here and, um, and he said, he said about, about two weeks ago, he said, you know, there is nothing that we can bring to God that it doesn't have. Mm. Um, you can't bring him, you know, you can't bring him. There's nothing. Do you know what I mean? Apart from one thing that God doesn't have. Mm. And that's the very thing that he wants. Yeah. You know, yeah. he wants yeah. your sin. You know, he wants your, he wants your sin so that he can give you his righteousness. So I think, you know, for, for anybody this time, um, at this time of the year, let this be your time to, to ask for forgiveness. Let let this be a time where you take everything that you've done this year and you offer it to him so that he can give you something that is brand new and in season for 2016, you know? Um, but then again, you know, uh, for that as well, make sure that you buy Christmas gifts for. For those, you know, like for those who need it, and yeah. let that also be a way of you sort of ministering to, um, yeah. to others, yeah. you know. Show um, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Erne, yeah. uh, what is uh, what did Christmas? You know, uh, what, uh, what memories do you have of of Christmas as a child, and what did it mean to you? Yeah, amazingly so. You know, growing up um, in Wentworth, my my mother and my father were really big on Christmas. Yeah, and um, you know. They they weren't really born again at the, at the time. Yeah. So for us, it was really just about more about family getting together, and it was really about the, the as a kid, you know, it was about the decorations and the Christmas tree, and uh, the fact that we were away from school, we had time to play with our friends in in, in the street, mm-hmm. and um, but I think when I think of Christmas, it's always a, a heartwarming time of really just family and us coming together and focusing on one thing. And that's the, you know, the, the fact that Jesus came and it was always a, the, the Christmas carols and, yeah. and it's like, you know, it's like, I want to tell South Africa now to just be careful, hold on to your seats because Boney M is coming. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh no, Boney M was there. You already. <laughs> yeah, Boney M is, Boney M is here. Boney M was on some radio and not here I come. Here I come. It's like, did you at least, you know, did you at least take a shower, change your clothes before you got just like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Same, I came the same. Same way that I yeah. left. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> so it was a time of, of, of Boney M. And I think Christmas Day was a time of mainly really for me just synonymous with family, getting yeah. together, having fun. Absolutely. You know, and I think um, sometimes we get a lot religious and we we get a bit too religious. Um, you know, I think, you know, it's, it's important to acknowledge that Jesus came and gave us the spirit of reconciliation, which Amen. is really family and friends getting together. Yeah. And it was, it's also becomes like almost kind of like, um, by default, a time where people that maybe hadn't got together in the year that had issues and uh, would clear up those issues. Hey, it's Christmas. Let's I'm forget saying. it. You know, that kind of thing. And I don't think we should downrate or, or underrate those kind of experiences because, you know, God is one of the only people in the world that does so much good and sometimes doesn't mind not taking the credit for it. You know, and yeah. because his real objective is really us and it's really about yeah. us being, 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 being whole and us being whole as a family, as a people. Um, so, you know, that, that's what Christmas was for me. It was about family. It was about friends. It was about fun. And, and now that I've, I've grown up, what I'm trying to instill in, in, in my girls is really that Christmas is about Jesus because it seems to be about everything else right now, you mm-hmm. know, on TV, you know, the Xmas kind of thing, but where it's, uh, X is, you know, just, yeah, it's, just trying it's to like kind the of name get anonymous it. kind of yeah. thing. And no, it's not Xmas. It's Jesus. It's Christmas. It's Christ. Know, it's, it's Christ. Christ you know, mass. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's based fast. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's important for us to not only restore that, but to maintain that, uphold that and t- taking it into the, the, the new millennia or the new, as we walk in the journey of life yeah. is to not let that message die. You know, we, we got to. And you know what? And the thing is, and the thing is, all of the, I mean, like all of these things start with the family. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And and for me, it's like, because I'm just as you know, I, I'm just as open minded. I think as anybody else out there. To me, it's you know whether they can say, okay, cool, um, we're not gonna actually, 
call it Christmas anymore, mm. whatever it is. Mm. On the 25th of December, me and my family are mm. going to celebrate yes. Christmas Day. Yes. And, um, and I'm not going to join the worn Christmas and say, mm. Christmas, Christmas, nah. Christmas must rise. Yeah, no. Christmas <laughs> must rise. Christmas <laughs> must fall. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever. Because, because in any case, I mean, like, um, for, for as long as there's retail, mm. they'll always be trying to make oh, money of out of whatever it is, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, even you've just seen like how big Halloween has just become now. Mm. There's something called Black Friday, which I don't know what that is about. Hey, yeah, just after America's Thanksgiving yeah. that we're now starting to celebrate, that's because retail yeah. keeps everything, yeah. you know, keeps everything going. Yeah. You don't see, uh, you don't see a picture of, of Jesus, no, um, in the front of, uh, of spa tops. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Sure. You see, you see Father Christmas. Father Christmas. Do you know what I mean? What a beer. And you know what? Yeah. Keep it. It's all good and well. You know what? I have a Christmas tree yeah. at home, yeah. you know, because yeah. I think it's nice, yeah. Yeah. you know? Um, but, uh, I may be wrong. Pastor Ed, <laughs> should I have a Christmas tree? <laughs> no, I'm just concerned that you know about tops. That, that's <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your, your question is: should should uh, should Christian homes have a Christmas tree? Yeah, I, I don't see why not. Uh, again, I think I think it does it does go back to the comment you made. It does. It kind of feeds the the retail mindset. It does feel the commercialism about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, it just doesn't make sense because the you know the the trees that were used. Where I bought trees, it though, the guy was yeah. a Christian in that. Okay, that comes. <laughs> 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 so it, it was set apart. So that's, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, again, for me, the very same reasoning that we would use as to why we celebrate the twenty fifth of December, why we celebrate that particular time. I think for me it's the same thing. It's the same thing as saying, "Hey, we're setting up a tree. There's going to be gifts around it." Uh, you know, you, and, and what, what's nice is you made. You know, we've been talking the word family a lot. Yes. And so one of the family traditions we do at our home, uh, which is lovely, is every year my wife will kind of look back over the year, reflect on the year that's been, and and then make a an, an ornament, a tree ornament that gets hung on the tree, mm-hmm. that's then significant of something that happened in the life of. Our kids of us and each family member every year she's been yeah. doing that now for the last 20 years uh, and then our tree is kind of filled uh, you know it, it, it's just and it's so beautiful when you look at the tree and you see all the little memories mm. and you see oh they you know my boy excelled at sport there or our daughter did the mid my mile there and she got the medal and you know there's all mm, these little mm, memories mm. and we wouldn't have had that if there was no christmas tree to hang that on uh, i mean we, we could have you know someone said oh but you could have created memories in another way yes we could have but what we did is we thought, hey, here's something that a lot of the world is doing. The Christmas tree is just a great time to celebrate family, celebrate, mm. you know. And for us, there's deeper meaning because it's celebrating the birth of Christ. Well, you know, as long as you're not buying down to the Christmas tree. Mm. No. Uh, well, I am to go pick up the presents. So I, guess, I guess I am buying down. That's yeah. the I guess that's what matters. Yeah. I, I, was in, uh, I was in Jerusalem a few years ago, and I went into this place, and they were like, yeah, this is the stone where Jesus... I don't know. I can't remember what he did it by that yeah. stone. Okay. I, I'm not talking the stone down, okay, but this yeah. the stone. I think where Jesus, whatever, or the tree that he cursed, but something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I'll find these people going there and literally bowing oh, down and God. praying on that yeah. spot, wow. thing that you know yeah. this is the holy place. So yeah. wow. my thing is, man, have wow. Christmas trees, have mistletoes. Yeah. Um, if you're gonna kiss under it, make sure that you're married. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think for me, you know, you used the word tradition earlier as well. I think we always got to ask ourselves a question: What was that tradition for? What you know, the mistletoe, the tree, the yeah, you know, the the Santa Claus. I mean, we yeah. talked, you know, we mentioned it earlier. What what was the tradition for that? What was it started for? And yeah, if if you stay kind of true to that, uh, you know, even Halloween. You know, you mentioned it earlier. There's another kind of. We had a show on Halloween, yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so yeah. you, you know, you do all of these things. But for me, I, that's one where I'd say I don't think we need to be doing that. Yeah, sure. You know, the reason behind yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, quite you know, I saw. I saw it in the states. I experienced it there. Yeah. Uh, it's a wonderful community thing. You know, families are walking around. They're exchanging gifts, you know, mm. uh, sweets, and the kids are getting to meet your neighbors and do all of that. Mm. So there's a wonderful kind of spirit in that, I guess. Yeah. But again, the meaning behind the it, focus the focus, I think it's what way too deep. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 No, absolutely. Well, mm, uh, Mr. Ernest, should we do another one? Hey, Man, this hour is. Are you doing requests? Are we doing requests? What are you going to request? I don't know. Maybe it's a good one. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. A good one, like a silent night or something like that. You know silent? Yeah? You know silent? Yeah, I know silent night. All right, but you go. Uh, do you know the first verse? Let's do it in C. See, okay. Sun. 
silent night Holy night Holy night All is calm All is calm All is bright Round young virgin Mother and child Holy infant so tender and mild Sleep in heavenly peace Sleep in heavenly Amen. It makes Amen. daytime feel like my time. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and everyone is applauding outside. Thank you so much. That's <laughs> uh, awesome, man. Yeah. Awesome, man. Awesome. You've got, you've got kids, Pastor? Just give you yes, a soundtrack yeah. while yeah, you're yeah, talking. Yeah. I've got two kids. My, Teenagers, so it's yeah, quite interesting. Around this time, this is the time like when my daughter is hearing... Uh, you know, is hearing a lot about uh, a lot about Jesus, and she's only like two years and and six months. Yeah, I'm still trying to find the best way, you know, to to uh, you know to teach my child about Jesus as a as a you know as, as a child, mm. so that uh, she can follow that so she can follow that example. How what lessons can we take in order to obviously minister to our children at this time? Oh man, that's that's your. That, that's a it's a big question. It's a great yeah. question, but it's a big question. Uh, I, th- I think for me, it's 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 just to show them the person of Christ. Yeah. Uh, and I I always kind of break that down into three things. It's it's come see the person. You know, you talked about experience earlier. You can't encounter Jesus. Come, yes. You know, come and see the man. Uh, I love that there was this woman who you know meets him at the well. They have that amazing experience, and she runs back into town. And she says to the people, come see the man who told me everything about myself. Come, come wow. see him. You know, there's, there's not this thing of he's in a box or he's in a stone or he's in a tree somewhere. You come see him. Come experience him. Come and see lives touched by him. Um, and then come hear the stories. I mean, for me, I'm a, I'm a big fan of stories. And, and especially children at this time of the year, they, yes. they love to hear stories. Tell them stories. Tell them biblical stories. Beautiful. And then tell them stories from history. Tell them stories of how... You know, Christ impacted your life, your impacted exactly. people around yeah. you. Um, yeah. You know, the moment they start seeing the, again, I love that phrase, the fingerprints of Christ in, in people's lives, they, they get to see him. They want to know, yeah. you know who is this guy. And I think the more they see him as a real man who, who loved people and, you know, Jesus said himself, let the children come to me. Uh, for such is the kingdom of heaven and, and let them hear those kind of stories Let them see that kind of stuff Yeah um, I think would be beautiful. And I love it because you likened a lot You know like you likened A lot of the um, Of the kingdom of God To mm. to children Yeah, yeah. It's that yeah. you know It's that innocence It's yeah. that easy of hearing Yeah You know easy to follow When yeah. you say no to yeah. a child Yeah uh, You know with us like you're not allowed to do this. Like, okay, cool, great stuff. I hear you, but let me go and think about it. Yes, uh, yes. Before yeah. you know, uh, before before I do that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you, and I mean, like you've got you've got you've got kids now. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're not a little one anymore. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Two girls pray for me. Yeah, you got one. <laughs> I'll pray for you. You pray for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you know. I've I've kind of got into a custom and maybe created a tradition around before they sleep. You know, just to tell them uh, Bible stories and to let them know um, who God is. And um, they know. They tell you. They, my daughters tell me, Dad, I'm afraid of nothing. Even yeah. when they're writing tests, sometimes you know my my daughter's nervous, and we teach her how to depend on, on on God and just to 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 show Christ to. And one of the things Jesus called us to do is He called us to be witnesses. Yeah. You know, and we take that word lightly. Yeah, we witness. What does a witness do? A witness actually gives an account of what they've seen, what they've heard, what they've experienced. And I think for us, it's it's like we we have witnessed. Uh, God's uh, activities in our lives and His grace, and they see us go through these things, and and they they look at what's the measure of our resolve and how do we handle stress, how we handle situations, and I'm able to 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 be a witness to them and to show them that you see, Dad, we were, we done this, and Dad prayed, and and this is what happened, and you know we tell them the truth about about Christ, and I was kind of conflicted a few weeks ago because my daughter was talking, you know, they were doing a end of the year play, and mm-hmm. they were doing Santa Claus, and and I was teasing them, I said Santa Claus is up. 
punk. <laughs> My daughter's like, no, dad. <laughs> you know, so and I, it's I, like I, telling your child. This is telling your child that uh, the imaginary friend doesn't exist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, there's no Father Christmas. So you know, I had to just kind of like search my heart and, and in terms of what's what's reality, mm. and and also you know what I don't want to take away from a child. Absolutely, and, and let a child I, be a child. You yeah, let yeah, a child be a yeah. child, but uh, and I also want to do you know uh, for for long my daughters know there's no tooth fairy. You know, I'm like yeah, ah, I'm yeah. the tooth fairy, and uh, because it's important for them also not to take away that they believe in something that's unseen because if you tell them all these unseen things too much about that then they're like well I can't see God so how yeah, come he's real yeah, you know so we yeah. got to be careful what we're doing oh, yeah. Yeah. you know so I think it's important just to witness to them who, who what Christmas is about what Jesus done the story mm-hmm. because it's the story that really lives in their hearts and will guide them even as they're older they'll remember the story and the reason why he came so for me that's really important we celebrate all the other things they love shopping we try to do as much as we can but we always teach them the reason while we're doing it, you know, and and like you said, it's because little, daddy worked, made money, daddy was, and, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> and you have to go and work again you know to make more money. You know what I mean? Right there. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's, it's important just for them to understand who Jesus is, yeah, yeah. why he came, that he yeah. did come, yeah. and 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 the rest, you know, you 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 kind of like just you got to take it as it comes. There's no one way to raise a child, mm. uh, you know what I mean? Um, because every child is different, and and I believe you need God really to raise children. And that's the beauty of it, you know, yeah, is having God in it, especially during this time. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But you know what, man? At the end of the day, all of this points uh, points back to Jesus. Um, without Him, there would be no, mm. you know, for us, there would absolutely be no now. There would yeah. absolutely be yeah. no yeah. Christmas. Yeah. It will be just another yeah. another hot day in the yeah. sun, yeah. in the African <laughs> sun, or another cold day, money. Yeah. you know, in the yeah. <laughs> in Africa, <laughs> in the snow. So, um, so yeah, so. Colossians chapter 3 verse 23 says mm. And whatever you do Do it heartedly As mm. to the Lord mm. yeah. And not to men So yeah, sure. No matter You know No matter what situation That you find yourself in Over this Over this Christmas time um, Just uh, Whatever you do From that You know Just do it As unto the You yeah, know Like yeah, as unto the yeah, Lord yeah. Um, I love what Pastor Ed said I don't want to cut you off about You know well, What are you bringing Yeah Well what's your yeah. gift to him You know I was talking to my friend About the scripture I don't want to go too long About uh, um, You know Your gift will, will, will make room for you And bring you before grace and we always used to think it's your gift. You know, you play, it'll, it'll take you all over the world, yeah. and that's true. Yeah. But really, in the old days, people brought a gift, mm. and because mm. Luisa came with a gift to me, and I'm a king. He would get audience with me and have to present the gift himself. Mm. You know, so uh, you, the gift of your life really does bring you before God yeah. and gives you access to yeah. His to His grace. So that's just something. My last, my parting words. You know, is what are you? What are you bringing to Him, yeah. Pastor Ed? Your parting words, man. I I just think, yeah. Let's keep the you know just the message of of, of Christmas. The significance of it, the hope of it, um, you know, just trying to see what what the world is trying to say, but what the scriptures tell us about Christmas. Yeah. And uh, keep that hope, keep that peace, keep that joy, keep it alive. Absolutely. Come on, Lisa. Are we going to end up with a song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, we all sing Pastor yeah, Ed. Sing this one. Oh, no, no, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us uh, on this special Christmas show right here on Cliff Central, the open book. We love you all, and uh, may you be blessed around this time, and may even have a, a pros- prosperous 2016 coming up. We'll see you on the next show next week. Uh, it's all about relationships, because I know that some of you are going to be finding some new love over this time. So let's teach you how to do it. Merry Christmas right here on the open Central. Bottom of my heart. Yeah, 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 yeah. We want to wish you a Merry yeah, Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to wish you a Merry <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> Thank you so much, Merry Ernest Smith, Thank Pastor you, Ed, and, Fran- and Francisco joined us earlier on. We out. <laughs> the Open Book on cliffcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com. <laughs>